And now, live from Time Winery in downtown Penticton, it's BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Our Penticton Aromatic Grape Escape is presented by the Inn at Therapy Vineyards with five luxury suites in the heart of Naramata wine country. Prepare for your therapy session. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, British Columbia. Our province-wide summer road trip continues uh, this week. Our Grape Escape Penticton Aromata is on, and we're on location at Time Family of Wines in the heart of downtown Penticton. And uh, with we're with our young friend and our host, Krista Lee McWater. She's the GM here at Time Family of Wines. Krista Lee, well, well, thanks welcome. for having us. Oh, it's always <laughs> so much fun to see you and definitely to host you here at the winery. So yeah. welcome back. This is perhaps the most unique uh, winery that we attend when we do shows because you're like in the middle of a city. We are. We're a little bit different. You know, some wineries have beautiful landscapes, vineyards. Was not so much. It's all about the experience here, and it is different because we are right in the heart of downtown Penticton. We're located in the old Penmar Movie Theater, so we've renovated an old theater that was originally built in 1955, mm-hmm. and unlike some areas that have more, you know, I think of Woodenville or Walla Walla where there are tasting rooms, but they're still making the wine somewhere else. Yeah. We don't do that. We do everything right here and produce it all. The only thing we don't do is grow it on site, yeah. so... Yeah. And, and you run a restaurant in the front end when you're not too busy. Yeah, exactly. We just throw that in as well. So, <laughs> you know, we've got Chef AK who's been with us since we opened three years ago and couldn't be happier. So, best mm-hmm. burgers in the valley. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so people tough. staying in hotels and like just down the road, everybody can walk uh, to time or cycle or just generally uh, shop and stop to eat. And exactly. So again, a little different winery experience. I mean, we encourage people to go out and tour wine country as well and, and you know, go down south or go out to the bench or go to Bottleneck Drive. Um, but come back, drop off your car and then come and visit us. We also partner with a number of the local microbreweries that we have all within the same block. We've got mm-hmm. a distillery less than half block away as well. Yeah. So Lots there's a lot of on. stuff happening downtown yeah. Penticton. Uh, people may have noticed a slight change in the intro of Time Family of Wines. What can you tell us about that and the yeah. evolution here? I can. So I actually sold the winery last year and we have new owners, the Mayor family. But really it's about our whole philosophy here as well. It's a Time Family of Wines. We are family run, family operated. My sister's still in involved. Kimberly is our hospitality manager. Her nephew is our estate sommelier. But it's also very much the culture that we like to live here in that our whole team is our family. So, yeah. yeah. Can you believe what the Okanagan's become since the start? <laughs> it's crazy, I right? I mean, your father started in the in the 80s. The, oh, he I started in the, the 60s. Seven, well, actually, in the 60s, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, and ironically, his interview for the was right next door. This senior center next door was a hotel, and that's where he had his interview when he was hired into the wine industry. Wow, wow. and yeah. you started drinking wine at what age? Uh, well, at one, but I made my first ni- wine at nine. So, yeah, <laughs> I've been doing it for a while. That's amazing. <laughs> Well, we're pretty excited to be here. I know you're going to stick around. We're going to talk more about what's going on at Time, taste some wine, uh, talk about the food, the menu, the chef, everything going on here. But thanks for hosting us today. We've got a large uh, lineup of folks in the industry dropping by, so we look forward to it all. So do we. That's Krista Lee McWater. She's our host and the general manager here at Time Family of Wines. There's plenty more coming up on the show, so stick around. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back. 
There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Save On Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection now at saveonfoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. The Maipo Valley is a one-of-a-kind spot for Cabernet Sauvignon. Since 1850, Carmen, the first Chilean winery, has been recognized by the most prestigious publications for their innovative capacity to produce wines with identity, while at the same time remaining open to reinvention. For Carmen, it's not enough to be first. It's about being better than yesterday and even better tomorrow. Carmen, the first Chilean winery, reinventing itself since 1850. Find out more at Carmen.com. Overlooking a beautiful 12-acre vineyard in the heart of the Cowichan Valley, the Unsworth Restaurant welcomes you to get away from it all. Enjoy a delectable menu and award-winning wines in our dining room or outdoor patio. Unsworth Restaurant, vineyard dining where casual meets elegant. You can find Unsworth wines across BC. Look for us at your local liquor store. Visit unsworthvineyards.com. The Cowichan region of Vancouver Island is ready to welcome you to a perfect fall getaway. Here you will discover BC's oldest craft cidery, 14 wineries, as well as breweries, distilleries, and agricultural and culinary charms like a perfumery and tea farm. A short drive of Victoria and only 10 minutes south of Nanaimo, the Cowichan region offers majestic forests, quiet beaches, farm-to-table restaurants, and tours through history that will leave even the most curious curious for more. Visit tourismcowichan.com. It's a new normal. My husband and I want to get away. Need something to look forward to. So we decided to book a weekend away at a European wellness resort right here in BC. Plan an escape without leaving the province at Sparkling Hill Resort. Overlooking the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Relax and focus on your health and wellness at this luxury resort. Check out the immersive wellness packages available and learn more about this undiscovered gem today at sparklinghill.com. Now, back to our Penticton Naramata Crepe Escape, presented by the Inn at Therapy Vineyards. With five luxury suites in the heart of Naramata wine country, prepare for your therapy session. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome back to the show. We're live, as you may have noticed by the music, at Time uh, Winery, Time Family of Wines in downtown Penticton. Uh, Crystal Lee McWaters returns. She's the GM, and we're joined by Kimberly Hundermark. She's the hospitality manager here. Welcome, uh, both of you, back to the show. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Happy to be here. Welcome to the winery. Two strong women. <laughs> yeah, we time. like to think so. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we're actually a, a predominantly female-led staff here, which is quite yeah. unique here yeah. in it the Okanagan. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And yeah. we've had your husband on the show. A few times, yes, yes indeed. Nice yep. to nice to know a guy who makes wine. Yeah, it's, it hand, it's handy <laughs> yeah, it's for handy. sure. <laughs> yeah. I always say the pillow talk must be fascinating. 
It is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to hear any of exactly. it. <laughs> All right, maybe we should stick to time. I just want to start with this wine because we always get behind. Uh, first of all, Evolve. You, what a fantastic label. What's happened Thank here? you. So we're so, so excited. We're just this past weekend here launched uh, our new packaging for Evolve. This is our new uh, 2020 white effervescence. Wow. And uh, yeah, we're really excited. I think, you know, people that have been Evolve fans won't miss the label because it's still got the same blue that we like to call Evolve blue. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it still to me has the feeling of the Okanagan with the water and the it, no, it looks like the wine. Like I love bottles that look labels that look like the wine. Like I want to try this wine as <laughs> soon as I look at this label. Yeah, and the so circles well kind of look like bubbles, right? Did so. you scratch that out at night while you were? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, uh, no, that took months and months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. sure. yeah. So Evolve is one of the one of the brands. Why don't we just quickly <laughs> explain why is Evolve at time and yeah, what is that all about? Yeah, so we're actually literally two wineries located in one location. We have two winery licenses. Uh, we have Evolve Cellars right here. Uh, time, we have uh, a new one, which we're going to talk about next, which is Kronos, which we've just released this week as well, and uh, our McWaters collection. So yeah. we're, we're four brands, and, and mm. as we expand and offer the new guest experiences, you'll be able to have a different experience for each of the brands in one location. Mm. And Kimberly, well, let's start with the guest experience. What are the sort of things people can experience here just by walking <laughs> Uh, a couple blocks from their hotel or cycling in perhaps well we're really excited we brought on an estate sommelier this year and he's helped to uh, build that journey for us on multiple tiers we have our portfolio and signature tastings which are you know the sort of the everyday taste through our portfolio mm -hmm. and then we have some elevated educational experiences that he is also um, um, utilizing our new board spaces that we have here. We'll be doing more food and wine pairing, more dialed in education, our Sabre School. We've had the Sabre School before, but now we're really um, nailing the whole wine styles and the reason we make them the way we do, and people just get right into it. And it all involves food, wine, and uh, great education. Super. Our guest is hospitality manager, Kimberly Hundermark. Uh, joined by Krista Lee McWaters, the GM here at uh, Time Family of Wines. I want to go to Sabre School. <laughs> it is so much fun. I, I and I'm going away from this building if Wilson's sabering <laughs> bottles. Oh. Of Before you leave today, we'll do Sabre School. Oh, don't, excellent. Do not promise her that. That is, I'm running for that fence. Well, the you other know side me. It. It's all about bubbles, right? Right. So it would be a shame if you visited and we didn't. And oh, we do it man. in a very safe manner. So we make sure that if you do it at home, you're going to be okay. You're not yes. going to take anyone's eye How out. big are the towels you're going to wrap around her arms? Because <laughs> I've seen her in action. I actually <laughs> did it off my balcony. Uh, oh, time nice. has a restaurant, too, which is, is cool. A lot of BC wineries have restaurants, which is rare sort of in the wine world, but it's almost a given here now. How, how are you coping with that, running that? How does it tie into the business? Uh, you know what? For us, it's always been our philosophy. And, you know, for anybody that had met my dad, it was all about food and wine. And, you mm -hmm. know, the size of the man alone would tell you that. <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, it's really, they go hand in hand. It, wine is meant to sit down over a meal uh, with friends or people that then become friends. And so that's always been a component yeah. that's very important to us. And we've constantly evolved the menu and, and the concepts as we've had to, like everybody else through COVID. Sure. And we're, you know, our Chef AK has been with us since we opened three years ago. And uh, we're really excited about the next chapter as well. Oh, like how would you... Uh 
describe the restaurant then? What what would you get if we sh- if we came to the restaurant at the moment? What are the, some of the things? That well, you the get? signature would be. That signature is definitely our time burger. Yes. You know, we keep trying to steer people away, yeah. but it seriously <laughs> is the best burger I think I've ever had. <laughs> he's also doing some really elevated local cuisine-based um, dishes, small plates, large plates, and um, infusing some Mediterranean um, with some Canadiana. It's, he's just he's an incredible, incredible talent. We're so blessed to have him. Mm. And Kimberly, you have a new revamped wine club. We do. We do. We've... Um, We've taken into consideration the way people are shopping and what they like and the experiences we had over COVID and the growth of online uh, consumer experiences. And so now we have uh, three different tiers. We have our Legacy, which is um, case, uh, case lots. And then we have our Curated, which is selected based on profiles of our consumers. And then more of a subscription base so they can buy it um, at their leisure and what, what they want. It's giving them a lot more choice, which is something we found that people were looking for. How can we join the club and what does it cost? There's a lot of on- information online and actually the cost is based on the wine selections. There isn't um, a prescribed dollar amount. It really is based on what your preferences are and then you get your discount on mm-hmm. top of that plus a whole bunch of really incredible incentives. So there's no membership fee? There is not. Uh, Great. Okay. I want to talk about this Sauvignon Blanc. I don't even mm. know if this wine is out. It's the first time I've seen the label. So right. what can so, you tell us so about this? So we're excited that you are first to, to taste these. Uh, mm. Just launching this past August long weekend. This is our Sauvignon Blanc. So 100% Sauvignon Blanc. This is grown um, from Silver Barrel Vineyards, which is located uh, just north of Okanagan Falls. And we've been sourcing fruit from that vineyard now for the past four years. And for me, I think it's one of the best sites for Sauvignon Blanc. You get that, you know, a little bit of that tropical fruit. It's, you know, very much Sauvignon Blanc without the grassiness. And yeah. I, I'm really pleased with and what Lindsay, our winemaker, has done with this and one. You, oh yeah, I want to get back to that. You yeah. and your father, Harry McWaters, know a lot about Sauvignon Blanc because he was big on uh, blending it with Semillon in his exactly. marriage. So you have a long history of tasting Sauvignon, Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc, for yeah. sure. And we continue with that traditional as well. So yeah. when we Well, tell us about your winemaker, too. Yeah. She's, so Lin- part, she's another woman She's part another of the team. woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Kimberly mentioned, more than 75% of our, our team are, are female. And uh, not by design, just because we like to hire the best person for the job. Yeah. So oh. Lindsay's been with <laughs> Lindsay's oh. been with us uh, for uh, just over two years now, and uh, yeah, doing a great job. Yeah, her style is clean and crisp and detailed, just mm-hmm. spectacular. I want more of well, this Sauvignon Blanc. I, I definitely delicious. notice it in both of these wines the, the the freshness and the brightness in the wines, which I think is the direction that that most modern people are going anyways, are consumers. But what do you hear from consumers when they visit time now? What are the things that, that, that excite them in the wine business and visiting wineries? I, I mean, I think I feel like things have changed a lot since COVID, the way mm-hmm. that they interact and you interact with them. It has, definitely. I mean, we, like so many other wineries, have shifted from, you know, instead of being the tasting mirror where you belly up to the bar and push mm-hmm. your way through, and that's not an experience. That's not really fun for anybody. Us, our team the guest so instead by having a little more slowed down a little more relaxed it really gets us to the opportunity to know our consumer a little bit better and be able to customize the tasting for them and answer all their questions that they have and them not feeling so rushed so making wine an experience not just 
a drink. And and uh, what would you caution people finally before we go here? Because there's there's not enough people working here at the moment in the valley. So to be a good visitor at the moment is what? Uh, make a reservation before, or at least Google the you know the winery, yeah. please. Um, some are open to walk-ins here at time we reservations are recommended however if we have the ability in the space we will take people walking in right but it just allows the team to be better prepared yeah. as you mentioned staffing is a concern so please just everybody been patient with everyone this post covid uh, it's been a challenge for everyone and everyone. We just want to be able to give everybody the very best experience. And maybe so. show up for your reservation or I'm going to come on. Yes, have a that's, chat with that's you. a big one. We understand that plans change, so maybe just a quick call or an email would, if you're not going to make a reservation would be helpful to yeah. all of the wineries as well. Well, we're excited to be here. Thanks for hosting us both. And so uh, we look to forward you. to checking out the winery after the show ourselves yeah. and uh, yeah. maybe tasting a bit of the food. Looking Absolutely. forward to it. Yeah. Thanks, Kimberly. Thank you. Crystal Thank Lee, you. always great Thank to you. see you. So great to see you. You're listening to the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Plenty more to come. Uh, joining us next is Kathy Malone. She's the winemaker at Hillside Winery, along with executive chef Evan Robertson. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Casual, modern dining. Exceptional Okanagan flavor. Introducing the most anticipated new eatery in the Valley, 15 Park Bistro at Watermark Beach Resort in Osuyus. Chef Nick Atkins and his team are ready to create an unforgettable dining experience for you, utilizing fresh local ingredients. 15 Park Bistro's lakeside patio with its unmatched views of Lake Osuyus is now open. Indoor dining available as well. For reservations and more, including full takeout menu options, visit 15parkbistro.com. The Maipo Valley is a one-of-a-kind spot for Cabernet Sauvignon. Since 1850, Carmen, the first Chilean winery, has been recognized by the most prestigious publications for their innovative capacity to produce wines with identity, while at the same time remaining open to reinvention. For Carmen, it's not enough to be first. It's about being better than yesterday and even better tomorrow. Carmen, the first Chilean winery, reinventing itself since 1850. Find out more at Carmen.com. Red Rooster Winery invites you to visit for a sensory journey from grape to glass. Take in the sweeping vineyard, lake, and mountain views from their cozy estate on the Naramata Bench. This month, Red Rooster is featuring their award-winning 2020 Rosé, paired alongside their new charcuterie tasting created by the Okanagan's own Joy Road Catering. Seated tastings are offered seven days a week from 12 till 5 all summer. Come for the views, stay for the wine. Visit redroosterwinery.com for more info. Taste the flavors of the season at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Their heated patio is open with more space for you to dine safely. So come enjoy a menu showcasing ingredients from their on-site culinary garden. Pair your meal with a new release Summerhill wine for an extraordinary organic experience. The flavors of the season are in abundance at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Online, summerhill.bc.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Take your time. I can wait. For all alone. Hello, British Columbia. Our province wide summer road trip continues at uh, our Grape Escapes in Penticton, Naramata, and we're on location at the Time Family of Wines in downtown Penticton. But our next guests come from up on the hillside. 
the hillside of the Naramata Bench. Kathy Malone is the winemaker at Hillside Winery, and Evan Robertson is the executive chef at Hillside. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks Thanks. for having us. It's great to have you here uh, live in person. It's been a while. It has. Yeah, you survived. (laughs) Yep, so far. Yeah. I had to think about it. How's the season been so far for both of you? Well, it's been up and down. Um, We opened up, and a couple weeks later, we had to shut down indoor dining. But our patio is beautiful, so we got to fill it up. And weather permitting, we had some busy nights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're you're back. Are you are you mostly wide open, or some people don't have enough staff to be wide open? But how's Hillside doing? I'd say we're pedal to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. We're wide open. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the wine shop, we've got we're we're continuing um, the model that we adopted last year, which is mm. reservations only, and long term, I think that's where we'll be because that works best for us right we we like to spend a lot of time talking about wine Mm -hmm. as you know and um and we're booked solid you know uh customers are really liking that model too so make a reservation yep you can make a reservation on talk um like tiktok and um there's a, a tasting fee that you pay in advance that's waived with purchase of a bottle or more. You're allowed to buy more than one bottle. Or a case. <laughs> we say you don't buy anything less than a case yeah. if you're in the tasting room. So, And it's an in-depth tasting. It's a 45-minute tasting, and, and you get taken through the history of Hillside and the Naramata Bench and a good discussion of the terroir and the wines, and um, people really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as possible, we're doing it under the cherry trees on the lawn. Oh. So that's nice, too. We weren't last week. <laughs> A little hot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're under a tent today, and it's actually raining one of the rare days that you might get two drops of rain in the desert, uh, which I guess is a good thing as long as there's no lightning. Uh, any little bit of water could yeah. help. Uh, okay. I, You know, I'm a closet Sauvignon Blanc fan. Uh, there was no Sauvignon Blanc in, in this valley about 10 years ago. Now it seems a lot of people are interested in it. You brought one along. What, what can you tell us about this Sauvignon Blanc? Yeah, I, I'm surprised there hasn't been more. You know, the, especially where we are in the Naramata Bench, I think, is, is an ideal spot for it. Because we get, you know, we get that nice midsummer heat, but it's not too hot. It doesn't uh, bake the, the fruit out of the fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> this actually was a bit of a heartbreak because we had a lot of winter damage in um, the 2019-2020-2018-19 uh, early uh, spring. And so we actually only got enough fruit to make 42 cases. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, the pre- previous year was our, our first vintage of Sauvignon Blanc, uh, Naramata Bench Sauvignon Blanc, and uh, we had... 200 cases and i expect to stay around two to three hundred cases but um so this was fermented in neutral oak so uh fourth and fifth filled french barrels because that was the smallest vessel we had to ferment in and um and it's an, a wine club exclusive because mm-hmm. there's only 42 cases. So. A good reason to join the wine club. <laughs> exactly. We always like to have a couple of offerings that are exclusive to wine, cl- wine clubs. So, you know, there's a perk. Would we see this in the restaurant at all if we, if we were dining in the restaurant? or? Yes, by the bottle you yeah. would. Yes. Chef, what, what would you cook with Sauvignon Blanc? <laughs> I brought you guys a, a treat for it today. Okay. Yeah, it was at the farm this morning at Plot Twist across the street. Yeah. And uh, Farmer Kay, Carla, 
gave me these zucchini blossoms. So I stuffed them with our house-made ricotta and truffle. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, <laughs> Beautiful and, aroma. And to, uh, to top it off even closer to home, next door, Tim, our, our honey maker, the bee guy. Yeah. He gave us a bunch of honey, and I've turned it into truffle honey just to drizzle on and sweeten it up a bit. Oh, that's wonderful. And you have a tomato stand for it, which yeah, <laughs> even yeah that's good. Dehydrated <laughs> tomato, it's uh, quite delicious. It just packs all that flavor right in there. Wow. And Evan Robertson, the executive chef at Hillside, what direction are you going to be going? I'm trying to take Kathy's lead and bring it as close to home, keep it in an aromatic bench as, as much as I can, work with the farmers and producers out there on the bench. And yeah. And I'm just so excited about so many things coming my way right now. It's pretty amazing. Are you telling me you got to learn about tomatoes above and below the road now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those zucchinis are from below the road. Yeah. Okay. Just, just so you know. There so they'll, you go. They'll have a more greater depth the of flavor, flavor and yeah. a little umami. A little heavier soils. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's been great to have the Appalachian in place, and uh, I'm so pleased to see it on the labels. It just makes me smile when I see it, and yeah. I don't, I don't understand why I would go to any meetings and have to convince someone to have that on their label. But there it is. Well, and I have to. <coughs> and that, it looks great. We have to thank you again for coming and and talking to uh, the the group when yeah. we were in early days of the conversation because. Um, you know, they, they a lot of them are growers, and they didn't have an understanding of the importance of an Appalachian. And um, you did it. You did it for well, us, for sure. I, I, I had no idea what I should say, so then I thought, you know what? I'll just tell them they'll make more money, and they'll probably, they'll probably <laughs> go for this. So I started out by saying, you want to make more money, put it on the label. And then yeah, did have great a chat, idea. And what beautiful labels. Thank you. Well, and it shows our commitment to the Naramana bench because uh, the Appalachian is uh, sort of hardwired into our label. We can't we can't print it without it saying Naramana bench on it. So, yeah. so uh, you know, when growers from the south come to me, I just have to let them down. It's you know? a cutout label. It's beautiful. This one. This is our heritage series, uh, which is sort of our our middle tier. And um, it pays homage to our history and the land. Yes. And the beautiful uh, silhouette of the building, oh, which yeah, is very gorgeous. distinctive, whether you're driving by it or you see it on the label. You've done a great job. Uh, the second Heritage Wine, actually, is another one of my favorites. So Sauvignon Blanc, Cabernet Franc, I feel like these are grapes that are going to p- put us on the map permanently. Uh, when people get here. And they're related. And they're related. <laughs> Somehow they have parents that are sort of somewhat... They, they have. A, they share they a child. Ar- they messed around a bit, I right? think. Right? They, don't they share a child? Yeah. Their child is Capsaw, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of parents share a child so they don't even know about it. Uh, <laughs> it's part of the wine business. Uh, well, what about the Cab Franc? Nice and fresh? Yeah, so this you is You make from it so clean and s- simple. This is uh, simple in a good way. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is uh, um, This is below the road. This is really from um, not far from, just across the road from our own Hidden Valley Vineyard. Yep. And it's a fairly young planting. And so, um, you know, I, I think every year this wine is, is better and deeper and richer. And it's really exciting. I, I think also Merrimanta Bench is a great place for Cabernet Franc. Mm. And the bistro at Hillside Winery is a great place for... From the grill for two. I just love these dishes. Bone-in <laughs> pork loin for two. Yes. A skillet, a whole chicken for two, and beef tomahawk. Yeah, that's a big dish. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You could probably share it with four, but I'll keep it at two. 
Yes, keep it at two. <laughs> it's hugely popular. Or Duncan. Yeah, or Duncan. You could just have that tomahawk. And when Tony and I eat there tonight, the first thing I'm going to order is the crab, which is an appetizer. Yes, it was. We've just changed the menu. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. What I was going to say was the crab mac and cheese. Have oh, you... that's great. Yes. yes. The first thing oh, I'm going to order dynamite. is the crab mac and cheese tonight. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll help you eat that. No problem. Yes. And, and <laughs> a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. And yeah. done and done. Pierogies. Pro- the last oh. thing I'm going to say. Oh, my God. Delicious. The pierogies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, why don't we I'm just go now? And get, why don't we just go now and get started? Like, <laughs> yes. What's the hold up? Lunch yeah. and dinner. Yeah. Uh, no, now we're not serving lunch at Hillside this season. Just yeah, to clarify that. Trying to focus it's on dinner, the dinner lunch. only. Yeah. yeah. And well, you're kind of fortunate, aren't you, to just be doing dinner? Yes, it helps with staff. Yes, definitely it does. And yeah. We know that's a big problem everywhere right now in the business. Yeah, getting people. People weren't traveling, so it was hard to get people out. Well, I told you it was going to go fast. I didn't know it was going to go that fast. 2020, happy with it? Oh, yeah. Such yeah. a lovely vintage. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're, well, we've bottled all the whites. Uh, we just finished two weeks ago. And um, the reds in barrel are mm. shockingly good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, well, listen, thanks, both of you, for joining us so quickly. And uh, we tasted the Hillside Sauvignon Blanc and the Hillside Cabernet Franc, both from the Heritage Series. Uh, you got to check out this series, folks. The price value is incredible, and it tastes like British Columbia, which is even more important. Thanks for joining us. Thanks Kathy Malone, us. she's the winemaker. Evan Robinson is the executive chef at Hillside Winery. Great place to stop. You're listening to BC Food & Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. There's plenty more to come on the show. Next up is Mike Boyd from Silhouette Vineyards in Naramata. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Savon Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Browse the entire collection now at SavonFoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. Bold. Award-winning. Discover Gold. Our tasting room at Gold Hill Winery is open and ready to welcome everyone. Come explore our beautiful vineyard and reserve your unique and personal tasting of our exclusive small lot favorites. We can't wait to see you again and share our passion. Discover Gold. Gold Hill Winery on the beautiful Golden Mile Bench in Oliver. Online, goldhillwinery.com. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. 
The Maipo Valley is a one-of-a-kind spot for Cabernet Sauvignon. Since 1850, Carmen, the first Chilean winery, has been recognized by the most prestigious publications for their innovative capacity to produce wines with identity, while at the same time remaining open to reinvention. For Carmen, it's not enough to be first. It's about being better than yesterday and even better tomorrow. Carmen, the first Chilean winery, reinventing itself since 1850. Find out more at Carmen.com. Whether it's in the tasting room or outside on the spacious rooftop patio with a gorgeous view of Okanagan Lake, the Therapy Vineyard tasting experience is one of a kind. The tasting room is open daily, reservations required for groups of six or more. Need a little long-distance therapy? Sign up for their fully customizable wine club with 15% off therapy wine, 20% off select rates at the inn, discounted shipping, and more. Sign up today at therapyvineyards.com. Now, back to our Penticton Naramata Grape Escape, presented by the Inn at Therapy Vineyards. With five luxury suites in the heart of Naramata wine country, prepare for your therapy session. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. It sounds like Our province-wide summer road trip continues with our Grape Escape in Penticton, Naramata. We're on location at Time uh, Family of Wines, but our next guest is Mike Boyd. He's from a brand-new winery on the Naramata bench called Silhouette. Mike, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you very much. It's great to always see you guys, but I have to admit, it's a little tempered because... My wife makes me ditch the ball cap and do my hair for you, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't get it. It's a radio and, and show. Let me tell you, you look like a pro now. So <laughs> yes. you, you should listen to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining us. Silhouette's a new name for people. They may not know anything about it. Let's start there. Yeah, Silhouette was our beginning of our wine world when we got into about uh, 2016. We bought a beautiful property at the far end of Naramata Bench, and uh, we began to uh, take the existing vineyard that had been started about 20 years prior, an old apple orchard that got converted by one of the original families on the bench, and uh, we started putting in the infrastructure and uh, planning for new plantings, and uh, it was always intended to be a sparkling house. So we knew it was going to take time, and it has taken time. Five years later, we're sitting here now. Yeah, I should mention that you and, you and, and Jacqueline are owners of Therapy Vineyards, so mm-hmm. you, you are already in the valley uh, and you're moving back and forth, I gather, very quickly. Yeah, that, that kind of came of a, a lack of patience, you know, a word that I couldn't have spelled five years ago and now I'm very, very familiar with. So <laughs> when, uh, when we realized... Welcome to the wine business. Yeah, I'll tell you, when we realized that our wine world that we had hoped for was so many years away, like not, not weeks or months, years, and, yeah. uh, and then uh, we were very anxious to be part of this world. So therapy came... Uh, into our world about a year later, and uh, that's been our education for the last four. And you have a wonderful winemaker, another Jacqueline. Yeah, we got an incredible winemaker. We were so fortunate to have Jack join us about a year after we acquired Therapy, and uh, her, I think one of her big drivers was the sparkling dream that yeah. we want to realize, and, and she's just doing such an incredible job. So Jack Kemp is the winemaker. She's making the sparkling wine, and you've brought one of the first products along that we're going to try today. What have, what have you purchased, or what have you brought here for us to taste? Yeah, we brought our three that will be available this year: uh, our classic cuvee, our brut rosé, and our reserve blanc de blanc. So yep. we're going to taste the classic cuvee here today. So people will see Boyd on the label, yeah, because you're the Boyd, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's made at Silhouette. That's correct. So yeah. Silhouette's the winery, and Boyd's going to be like the brand name for our sparkling wines. Right. 
And, and, and interestingly now, if people want to taste this wine soon, you have also set up shop down in uh, the South Okanagan in District Wine Village. Yeah, that's correct. You know, when we started uh, getting ready to launch the Silhouette brand, it was pretty obvious that for as far out as we are, it was going to be a long time to be able to bring people that far down on the bench. And the wine district has this incredible spot that uh, we felt could be a perfect place for us to launch this new brand. And how did Silhouette become a reality I mean, it's difficult to make a decision. It's you a big decision poof. to make. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we had, uh, when we decided, when our previous life allowed us to get into the, to the wine world that we wanted to, to be part of, uh, we brought in some consultants or, you know, uh, dealt with, well, as we're sitting here at time, you know, Mr. McWaters and uh, Marcus Hansen, and, and they kind of, we explained what we wanted to do, and they, they gave us a sense of the properties we should be looking for, and we found this property out there that would seem to be very, um, like the perfect setting for both the uh, pure sparkling house and, and the grapes and the terroir mm-hmm. and some of the plantings they already had. You're an interesting guy. You actually took people to Champagne and had a look around. You're committed. Uh, what did you learn over there? What, what did you see there that inspired you or you brought back now to Silhouette? Well, we took uh, the bulk of our family and our winemakers, and we made it a bit of a vacation and work trip. So uh, we were very, uh, I guess, um, excited to see how receptive they were to us and, and how they opened up a lot of their uh, their uh, production facilities and, and what they've done. And so the excitement for me really come from watching Jack and, and seeing that, uh, you know, what she wants to do, and, and, and she learned from things that they've been doing and knowledge that she previously had. So it was just a really good experience to see where it really comes from the history mm-hmm. and uh, and if we're going to emulate anything we may as well shoot for the top and then yeah. uh, see what comes uh when you're making a couple of still wines as well because the property is is the focus chardonnay and pinot at the property itself or? yeah so the the property originally had uh, a big chardonnay planting uh, pinot gris and merlot and Jack's first tested us in our commitment to this when she goes we're going to rip out about eight acres of your of the planted vineyard and we're like Eight acres, that's going to leave us with about three planted or four planted. <laughs> Welcome to the wine yeah, business, Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and so we, we ripped out those vineyards, and, and we uh, replanted about, uh, in total, probably about 13 acres. So we have 23 acres of planted uh, vines geared specifically for the sparkling. But as you mentioned, we have a couple still wine varietals that mm-hmm. just where the ter- terroir was, the Jack thought we could have some still wines in the tasting room. So yep. we'll have a, a Bordeaux-style uh, blend of Cab Sab, Cab Franc, and Merlot. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack is really well known for Pinot and Rieslings, so we're going to do a still Pinot and a still Riesling uh, just for tasting at that taste room. I can't wait to taste her Riesling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And the next time I see you, you're going to say we're going to have a Naramata-style blend because... No one knows what Bordeaux is yeah, anymore. Exactly. It's kind of nice. It was yeah. a nice place, but really, uh, you've got a great piece of property. You're way out there. I, I, I want to caution folks that they need to visit you at District Village for now, but yes. but you're out. It's in the cool Sean area, like right at the yeah. end, end of the Naramata Bench. Well, the end is, uh, you know, Anthony's, Anthony's properties. of course. Paradise Ranch, Paradise Ranch, Ranch Indian yeah. Rocks. So we're back about maybe half a physical mile or, or a kilometer from, from there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're right on the water. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful spot. It's a nice drive when, when anybody decides to come out that way. Yeah, the pine trees and the, the, the scent out there is ridiculous in the middle of the summer. That is the scent. When, when that shows up in your sparkling wine, that is money. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty exciting, eh? It's super exciting. And, and, and now that we're actually realizing a dream that when we started, Jackie and I, probably over five years ago, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it's starting to sink in a little tiny bit. So we're probably a year away from the, the property being exactly how we want it to be to start welcoming people. But yeah. uh, 
the wine district will be the ability for us to start uh, showcasing some of our, our wines. Our guest is Mike Boyd. Uh, you're not hearing from Jackie today, but I'm sure you're going to in the fu- in future. Jacqueline, uh, she's the driving force also at at uh, Silhouette uh, in uh, deep, beautiful Naramata Bench. Uh, what? What surprised you the most now after all this time? Like you've come out of a, a different environment, a business environment into a wine environment. What is there something you love or hate about the wine business already? That word patience. <laughs> you know, the ability to, to view things in years where we did things in weeks before, whether it was personal desires or things we did in business. Now it's, uh, we're talking even generations in some cases with some of our new plantings. Our, mm-hmm. our kids are all involved and, uh, and hopefully uh, they have some kids that will see some I know, of their first wines. But you're starting with how many kids do you have? We have five, but we are, and four of them are actively involved in the business. Mm. Well, thank goodness for them. Yeah, well, for sure. We'll see if they last. I mean, Dad sometimes gets a little tired living with everybody. We affectionately call it the colony out there because we all <laughs> the kids all went away, and now they're all back at and home. And they're all back, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was told I couldn't talk about therapy, but you've done such a great job there. Uh, people who think they know therapy need to go back and try all those wines, too, uh, Jack's done a great job in the vineyard. The wines are, everything is just coming together so nicely. So I, I think you should be proud of uh, everything that's going on in your very, very in your proud. wine life at the moment. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I can't let you go without talking about the therapy. And it's so impressive. The bathtub alone. I was really <laughs> worried this morning because I was in, you, in you there. You wouldn't get out of it for the whole day. Well, no, because I saw Stu walking on this beautiful path, and I thought, don't look up, <laughs> Stu. Don't look up. It's so relaxing. Yeah, uh, it is. So uh, finally, at Silhouette, when do you think you'll, you will, what's the plan to open for consumers to visit? When do you think that will happen? Probably next summer. We'll have, uh, the main winery might not be completed then, mm-hmm. but the, the tasting rooms will be in, and uh, and we can welcome people, you know, maybe sooner than that, but we're yeah. not going to be in a rush. With the wine district, that uh, will be a good chance for us to showcase our wines. We're going to utilize that uh, great space. And by the way, the Boyd Sparkling Wine, folks, when you see these labels, you'll be knocked out because it, it, it's like a, it's, oh, it's, it's actually labels. a carve-out of the, of the Naramata Hills at your property, the, the basically. Shore, the shoreline, right? The, the shoreline, yeah. sorry, yeah. It, it's really cool. and uh, In black bottles, you say a very dark, dark green? Yeah, so the, the Classic Cuvée and the Brut Rosé will be in the, the green tint bottle, and the, the Blanc Noir and the, the Blanc de Blanc will be yeah. in the black bottles. Yeah, the Blanc de Blanc. I can't wait for the Blanc de Blanc. Yeah. That is going to be money. Yeah, that, uh, it, this one laid down for 48 months, just a little bit over. The program Jack wants to do, depending on this, the vintage, will be around 60 months for uh, yeah. the two premium wines, and then... Uh, the Blanc, or sorry, the Classic Cuvée and the Brut Rosé will be a 24-month yeah. program. Well, I want to congratulate you on missing about the first 40 years here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've come at the right time. Fantastic wines. Congratulations. We'll see you down at District Village uh, soon and try and taste the wines. We look forward to it. Mike Boyd, he's one of the co-proprietors of Silhouette Vineyards, a new winery opening up on the Naramana bench that will be open to the public next summer. In the meantime, there's plenty more coming up on the show. Our Penticton Naramata Grape Escape continues next with our old friend Richard Kanazawa. He's over at Bench 1775 on the Naramata Bench, and he'll be next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save on Foods. 
Clos de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Clos de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The results: wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at clodesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. Hi, I'm Jessie from Black Hills Estate Winery, inviting you to celebrate 21 years of premium winemaking with the estate release of our 2019 Nota Bene. Led by winemaker Ross Wise, our team's focus is on organic viticulture and minimal intervention winemaking. This summer, wine club members will enjoy member-exclusive wines such as our 2020 Rosé and our infamous and rare Carmenere. For more information on the perks of membership or to book your visit with us, go to blackhillswinery.com or check us out on Facebook and Instagram. For an after-work escape any day of the week, the tasting room at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery is open every day till 8. Take your Mount Boucherie experience to the next level as you enjoy the view from the patio with stand-up or seated tasting overlooking beautiful Okanagan Lake. Grab some wine, cheese, and meats from the modest butcher market and create your own picnic on the lawn. Reservations are recommended. To book your next tasting, visit mtboucherie.com. Experience award-winning wines on the covered patio at Tinhorn Creek Vineyards. The tasting room is open daily from 11 till 6. Elevate your experience with a black glass blind tasting. You can even add a charcuterie box. For exclusive VIP experiences, a Crush Club membership includes regular wine shipments, 15% off all purchases, early access to new releases, and admission to the Wine Club Lounge. Plus, Miradora Restaurant is open daily for indoor and outdoor dining. For details and reservations, visit tinhorn.com. Now, back to our Penticton Naramata Crepe Escape, presented by the Inn at Therapy Vineyards. With five luxury suites in the heart of Naramata wine country, prepare for your therapy session. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. It's time to say goodbye. Don't leave me alone. Just stay for the night. Hello, British Columbia. Our province-wide summer road trip continues. Uh, our Grape Escapes in Penticton, Naramata, and we're on location at Time Family of Wines in the heart of downtown Penticton. Our next guest uh, comes from just up the hill. Uh, you can actually drive by his house on the way to his winery. Richard Kanazawa, who we haven't seen in ages, is the winemaker at Bench 1775. Richard, how are you, man? Uh, I'm uh, very excited to see you guys. It's yeah. been a long time, and uh, I always love seeing you on the show and, you know, and out and about. You look exactly the same. You do. You haven't aged at all. Well, you know, I, I like to think that's because of my Japanese heritage. I'm actually 85, and uh, <laughs> you guys have no idea. I think it's your Japanese hair. That's why <laughs> yeah, right. it keeps you young. It's my sacrifice for my children. They have great <laughs> hair. Yeah. So, COVID, what happened with you during COVID? Oh, you know what? I uh, decided to uh, uh, go a different direction and, uh, and take a job at a winery that I'd once stint at back in 2012. So I began working at uh, Bent 1775. So uh, a lot of changed at that winery since um, I left them in 2012, new ownership. And um, I decided to go back there and, uh, and uh, start, start, making, start making wines and uh, implementing my ideas into uh, their production. So. And you, you look like you're having fun. Yeah. It's a spectacular yeah. site, too. It's one of the greatest patios in all of wine country in the oh, world. Yeah. No, it's it's beautiful site. I mean, they 
a lot of people come for that. My job is to make sure the view is not number one. It's the wines that are, people are coming for. Mm -hmm. So um, with that said, you know, there's going to be a few changes coming up. As you know, so many wineries have so many SKUs, so we're going to tighten that up and really get some focus uh, on what we're going to do right. Um, Eric Liu is the owner, and he's uh, accumulated you know, over 100-plus acres in five years. So that was really appealing. So I can get in there and work with the vineyard manager and really start bringing our fruit out and making better wine. Um, and he's the first owner. When you ask him for something, you, you the chances are you're probably going to get it. Yeah, that's a very different. I mean, look, that was one of the major things, uh, you know, uh, being able to make the wines that stylistically that I like to make. Yeah. Um, you know, my track record from other wineries in the past make really good, high quality wines, make them approachable and make them interesting. And if you do that, those consumers will find you instead of making, say, you know, cookie cutter wines out there that are. Oh, you know, ouch. You know, Tony. <laughs> I know. You know, you know me. I don't really. But you know, there's no media it, training. In fact, I'm going to say. He doesn't hold back. I'm going to say that you brought a wine here that most of them I dump out without. Uh, people send it to me. I just dump them out. I don't really <laughs> want to taste them. So tell us about this wine. I just tasted it. And actually, this wine is really delicious. I'm shocked by it. So you have yeah, to tell I me love why. shocking you. Yeah, first of you all. have to tell me why this wine is so good, or what what is it about? It's a special wine. It is a special wine. Um, in 2012, I had made a Blanc de Blanc there. Yeah. Uh, laid it down for three years. They they finished it up, and it was a fantastic wine. But they hadn't made a, a Blanc de Blanc or a sparkling since I left. So first thing I wanted to do was get right back to it. But while the method traditional is going and laying down, I wanted to make something that was quick release, and. Uh, and nine month, nine and a half months in uh, Surly. Yeah. So this is a hundred percent Chardonnay, obviously for a Blanc de Blanc. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a Pet Nat, obviously. So it's um, it's natural. Pet Nat. Yeah. That's a trendy word. What, you know what's what? the full word? Isn't it Petillon? Petillon Natural. Yeah. yeah. It is a trendy thing, and I usually stick away, you know, stay away from those types of things. But uh, I've always been, you know, making natural style wines. But it just made sense to make this wine. Yeah. And that way, again, just to make a bit of variety in the winemaking and make the, you know, the say the wine club members at Bench or the wine buyers in Vancouver know that uh, the wine buyers in Vancouver know that there's something different happening yeah. there now. Well, congratulations. There's a problem with this wine, though. It's not skunky and it's, <laughs> and it's, it's not musky and it's, uh, it's, it's drinkable. So I don't know if you can sell it as pet nat. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know what I've been saying, too? And, and look, this is uh, off-the-cuff stuff, but when I see these younger guys doing pet nat or, you know, wild <laughs> fermentations, and, yeah. and now they like, and I, they, those, these young guys, yeah. let's call it, um, ambient ferments and I'm like yeah. are, oh, you, yeah. are, are you, you kidding, kidding me right me? now yeah. now I don't know what I feel like a, a scorned old veteran <laughs> that when I hear this sort of stuff I'm just like give yeah. me a break so I, I do know what you mean you know yeah. you, you gotta have clean wines I don't care if it's natural or not so where are you gonna take the wine you, you say did you you're going to shut down a few of the many wines and focus on what? What's going to be the focus at, at Bench Well, you know, they, they have so many, including all the ice wines they have. Yeah. And so the ice wine quality, I'm really focused on that to make them better. Yeah. But with the table wines that we have, they're very different style. The Sauvignon Blanc we make, yeah. it's a state. Yeah. Anybody that's been through there that's made it, it's good fruit. And before I went to Bench, I was not a fan of BC Sauvignon Blanc. No. And then I started working on, you know, this wine, this vineyard. And I thought, okay, this has potential, Even, including when we're in 2012. Um, when I worked there, I thought, this is a pretty nice Sauvignon Blanc vineyard. So um, 
Well, and we were talking earlier, 10 years ago, you couldn't even get a Sauvignon Blanc to taste from anybody, and now there's there's a plethora of them, and, yeah. and the quality is quite high in B.C. Yeah, no, you know what's too bad? There's no more Semillon around in town, or yeah. you see much more interesting yeah. Bordeaux blends too, right? Wow, Just before we taste this, the Blanc de Blanc with food, sashimi, yeah. good match? Yeah, as long as it's, you know, as long as you're getting a good good slice of sashimi fish, it's good. Yes. But, you know, you go with typical oysters, or you can do, it's pretty versatile right what about macaroni and cheese yeah i would uh, i would even actually chuck some blue cheese in that and you do macaroni and cheese i know tony wouldn't but <laughs> yeah that, that i'm just trying work. to get my kids to elevate their mac and cheese a little bit and well. speaking of kids fried chicken would be great yes with it it's one of my favorite foods personally i like with a blanket and a friend but you know that's a different <laughs> that's a whole different well thing. i'm not here to talk about that part okay <laughs> there you go <laughs> Well, it, it, it's 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 fun. Like it's kind of fun now to be a mature winemaker. You don't panic over anything, and and you 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 have a sense of direction, and you know what you want to do. You just have to execute it now. And can you get the help you need? Yeah, I got the help I need. Uh, I've got a cellar hand named Stephanie who's worked with me since Blasted Church. Okay. Um, uh, I've got a, another guy named uh, Richard Kiltz. His parents used to own Blue Grouse Winery ba- oh. way back in the day. Yeah, oh. hands Kiltz. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. Richard is working with me. And uh, he's working in my cellar. So I got two solid guys that I've known for a long time that, uh, you know, I'm I'm lucky, Tony, that I do have cellar guys that will ask me, do you have a position? I'd love to come and work for you. And that's probably because of my demeanor and, uh, you know, I'm not too serious anytime. So that's the fun part. Our guest is Richard Kanazawa. He's the winemaker at Bench 1775. Richard, what would you tell people about Naramata Bench? What is it that they really should know about the bench? You're living there. You're making you know, wine I, there. I guess it's a be- obviously it's a beautiful spot. But mm. the biggest thing is if if you're a wine tourist, you have three choices, right? Drive in, turn around, left and right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very easy to navigate. Which I, and you can hit as many wineries as you possibly can hit instead of going through traffic to get to one place or another. Right. That that is one thing, and the variety of wines that are on there. Plus, obviously, ciders that are popping up here and there now too. So, mm. there, there, you know, there, there is that. And, and the restaurants. Yeah, there are restaurants. You know, Ned Very Bell's in town good. now. The, and, uh, his and place is wonderful. Yeah, and hopefully uh, before the summer's out, Bench will have our bistro going as well. Oh, and okay. We'll, and we'll focus uh, a little bit more on Asian food, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, I've done I've, I've them, like, we should do some more dim sum and call it dim sun well, on the patio. Yes, you, you should do that. Don't you have a hidden grill there somewhere? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that I've had dinner there once. Some there day. is a hidden grill. There's a great pizza oven there. I've even got my smoker on site. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's yeah, they've got everything you need to do. Just Something's waiting for equipment, on. some some uh, upgrades, and then we'll yeah. be off to the races. I know. It's probably a private property and all, but you have, uh, you have an amazing uh, dock down at the bottom yeah. that goes way out into the lake. Can, yeah. like, can you go out there and just contemplate your next wine? Is that... Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I do that with my kids. Yeah. We take yes. them down there. I get the barbecue fired up, uh, and my partner Jill comes down there with me, and we all hang out. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful spot. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, we always take it for granted living up here. Mm. Yes, you, know, you do. You do You do all the time. And, you know, then you reflect when you're out there, and you think, you know, look, you know, 9 o'clock, we go for a swim when it's 45 degrees. Yeah. Exactly. And then we come back, we're all chilled out, and then it's bedtime, you know. But it's that sort of lifestyle is great. But, I mean, you, you you do take that for granted. Yeah, uh, you got kids. You got a secret place you take your kids in Penticton or the area, where they take them out for dinner or bite tea. Yeah, yeah. The the one that I always take them out is to I'll take them to Trato Pizzeria. 
Oh yes, uh, okay, inc- love that. You know, incredible wine list, good BC wines, but good Italian wines. Mm-hmm. And I'm always into drinking, uh, you know, the foreign stuff as much as the BC stuff, because uh, as one uh, one a wise man told me, his name was Tony Gismondi. <laughs> Rich, you're not drinking enough international wines. Yeah, yeah. To pick up the pace, and I'm like, yeah. and when he told me that, I don't know, maybe ten years ago, mm. I took that to heart. So and you haven't stopped. No, no, I haven't stopped at all. That's so beautiful. I'm going to cry, Richard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for joining us. Richard Kanazawa is on the bench. He's at Bench 1775. Drop by. Can people see you? Would you stick your head out of the window? If they see or? a winemaker that's walking through the parking lot and looks like a panda, yeah. then they can just say, hey, Rich, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks so much for joining us today on the no BC problem. Food & Wine Radio Network. Love yeah, you guys. great to see you. Well, that's it for today's show. Next week, more from our Penticton Naramata Grape Escape from Time Family Wines in downtown Penticton. On the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And have a safe week. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.